Nursing school is a wild ride But that doesn't mean you have to run and hide When the going gets tough, don't leave your stress undiagnosed You gotta call the nursing student coach Real life tips from a registered nurse In school and out, she's seen the worst Now without further ado, yeah, here is your host it's the nursing student coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nursing Student Coach. My name is Lauren Chapnick, and I am your host. And today's episode, we are talking about pharmacology and what a class this is. Am I right? Pharmacology is known as the hardest, maybe the most intimidating class in nursing school, but it's one of the most important. So how can we be successful and how can we even make it fun? Because that's what I figured out when I took this class after a couple of weeks of being completely overwhelmed and a deer in headlights, I said, I have to find a way to make this class fun. I have to make studying fun because otherwise, you know, you're going to lose your mind looking at some of these things. So not only on today's episode, am I going to be sharing my tools and strategies for what I did to be successful, but we have a very special guest. His name is Dr. Christopher Hanley, and he has been teaching pharmacology and pathophysiology to nursing students for over 10 years. So if there's anybody who can give you some advice, some insight as to how to wrap your head around this class, it is Dr. Hanley. So I'm excited for a great conversation today on Really, how can students best prepare for this class and what can they do in order to be the most successful that they can be in pharmacology? So I would like to welcome Dr. Christopher Hanley. Hi, Dr. Hanley. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how it came to be that you started teaching nurses, future nurses, pharmacology? Sure. So a little bit of background on myself. Uh, growing up, I always knew that I wanted to go into some healthcare-based profession. I went to St. John's uh, University for my PharmD, mm -hmm. and I worked in the hospital in the beginning and then transitioned to community practice and then eventually long-term care. And then at that point, I had an opportunity to teach at Malloy University for the pharmacy technician program. And I was also offered to teach RN Refresher. That's where I started teaching that population of students. And I really love teaching nursing students. Uh, they're engaging, they have energy. So basically you realize that nurses are awesome and you wanted to work with them. Yes. So, okay, you know, pharmacology is known to be the hardest class. I know I was so intimidated when I first started and started to wrap my head around all of the material. It's just so daunting. How do you suggest that students set themselves up for success in a pharmacology slash pathophysiology class? What would be your best advice? So to highlight what you said, that is true. It is one of the most overwhelming courses because it's the first course that you encounter in that sequence on your pathway to getting your RN. What I would say the biggest thing that students need to understand is time management. The level of commitment that's involved in this major 
time management is so important. And this doesn't only apply to my course. This applies to anything, med surge, foundations, health assessment, anything that's in that nursing program. Time management is important. It's very easy to get off track, but if you establish a schedule, put down what you have to do, your tasks, make sure that you have something every day that you're completing. Time management, I would say, would be the first thing. Second thing is do not get overwhelmed when it comes to studying medication. So a big thing that I teach my students is to focus on the root words. It's not right. that you study individual drug names, but if you can recall the root word for a particular drug class, because most of these classes do have a root word, all the drugs in that class all have the same mechanism of action, the same adverse effects, contraindications, drug interactions. So relate to the class as a whole, as opposed to studying individual and memorizing individual drug names. Yeah, I would agree with that. I know you were my pharmacology teacher. Let's just put it out there. And I know you gave us on day one, a list of the root words. And yes. I started by making flashcards of those root words. Like your, all your cephalosporins are going to have ceph, C-E-F. Mm -hmm. So if you can recognize that and just start to kind of put that, put one and one together, it's so helpful. And you don't have to do it all at once. You can do five a day or just study them when you're in line at the grocery store or whatever it is. I think what also intimidates so many people is there's a giant textbook and then there's lectures that are so long. It's like time management is good, but where do I place my effort? If I have two hours to study, I think what a lot of students struggle with, and I did at first was, what do I even study? You know, it's sort of like all of these things are in front of you. What do I even do? How do I do this? So, so I, would, I would say in addition to time management and you know the, the hack where looking at the root word, the biggest thing too, when it comes to farm and patho, is coming to class prepared. Mm -hmm. So I record majority of my content and I do recommend that my students listen to it before they come to class. Now you might not have that with every single course. Everybody teaches their courses differently. But if a student does have access to those resources, use it to your advantage. Because if you're listening to the content before or even reading the chapter, when you come to class, and you're being lectured on that topic, it's not the first time you're hearing the information. So it won't seem so foreign and overwhelming. I would also recommend that students not only come prepared, but be engaged during class. So class lecture really is your time to ask questions, mm -hmm. clarify with the professor if there's something that you don't understand. And I think that a lot of students have this notion that professors don't want to be asked questions that's not true. I very much welcome questions. I like an engaging lecture because most likely if you're asking that question, there's another student in that 100%. class. 100%. Exact questions. You. This is what you're here for is to learn. Yeah. Professors are there as a resource. So exactly. Always, always ask questions. Exactly. I know. And I think what I did to make pharmacology fun is by the time I got to the second exam, I said, this is nuts. Like, I'm not just going to look at slides and try to memorize them. I'm going to try to make it fun. So, you know what I did. I started making up characters for, for all the drugs. For example, I know there's a drug called clopidogrel, which is Clavix. It's an antiplatelet. And the character that I made up for that is a dog 
and his name is Cloppy Dog, and he's got these big ears, and he's got a blue ribbon on that says, I'm a pro, because it's a pro drug that has to be metabolized in order for it to work. And then he he's also saying things, like I make all the characters say things, like, um, don't quit me abruptly, and and things like that. And he's like saying, woof, woof, I'm an antiplatelet. So it's it's a visual, and it's something that, it sticks and you're going to remember it when you're in clinical and you see clopidogrel, you, you might think, Oh, clopy dog. I remember that. And you, you associate it. So when I started to see that it was working and I was doing well on exams and remembering drugs and clinical things like that, I said, I, I want to share this with other people. And then we started talking and we are now developing this new study tool and farm simple is the name of our product. Well, our product is farm simple RN and it is geared specifically for nursing students and aspiring nurses studying for their NCLEX. So if you want to know more about that, you can go to nursingstudentcoach.com. There's a link or farmsimple.com and join our mailing list for updates. And all of our links to social media are up there as well. That will be coming in the coming months. And I'm so excited to put that out there because I think it's going to help so many future nurses just to kind of make farm fun which and simple, <laughs> which it should. Exactly. And just immerse yourself in that. Yeah. Get comfortable with it and enjoy it because this is you chose this career path. So you might as well make it fun, right? You know, everybody absorbs things differently. Um, some students are visual learners. Some students need to read. And I do think that uh, a lot of the students will benefit from Farm Simple uh, because a lot of students are visual learners. They like to look at videos and the characters make it fun. Yeah. So what would you say if there's a student out there who hasn't taken farm yet, but they are about to, it's coming up in their next semester. Do you think there's anything that they could do to prepare in advance to be ready for this class? Yes, a hundred percent. So in order for a student to understand patho, they need a good foundation in AMP. Yes. So AMP, I would say is very important to be comfortable with before you get into patho farm, uh, med terminology and Again, the AMP really is the foundation of all this because if you don't understand how the body works under normal conditions, healthy conditions, how are you going to understand a disease process? And if you don't understand the disease process, you're not going to understand exactly how these drugs are being used to target and manage a patient's a certain condition. Yes. AMP is so crucial. So I would say the same thing. If you're about to take pharmacology or pathophysiology, take out your A&P notes, you know, and just kind of take, take a look and make sure you look through all your body systems and you're refreshed on how they work because nursing school, all the classes layer on top of each other. Scaffolded learning. 100%. Yes. And, but it started already before you even started nursing school in your prerequisites. If, if you're in an accelerated program or if you're in a traditional four year you know, your first year, your foundational year of all your sciences is so, so important. So don't blow that off. Don't just squeeze by, like know that that's very, very important to success in farm for sure. And I also think like pharmacology is not just a one and done. It's not like you have to just get through this class, pass it, and then whew, I'm done. 
it just keeps coming and coming. It comes up in every class. And of course, you know, in clinical, but in your career, you, you, you pass your NCLEX and then you're out there working and these drugs are, you're administering them every day. So it's, it's not something you can memorize and let go. If you take a look on NCLEX.com, you look, can pull up the test plan. You could see that up to 16% of the exam is based on pharmacology. Yes. Physiological adaption. So pathopharm really has a major role as far as NCLEX, especially with the next gen now that it's come out. Um, you know, you have to understand that it's you're out of the classroom, but now you're in a clinical setting. Uh, the biggest thing I would say is that med errors. That's why you're that's the biggest thing we talk about in pharmacology, preventing med errors and understanding why these drugs are given. Because as you know, you're five rights before you... I think it's 11 now, but we'll, we'll yeah, stick with the basic five. <laughs> to it. But before you give that dose or that drug to the patient for the first time, you should be able to recall those rights in your head. Absolutely. Right, well, right patient, right drug, right dose, right route. Mm -hmm. Um. And you have to understand why is that drug being given to that particular patient? Because a lot of these drugs have multiple uses, right? And if you don't understand why it's being given for that patient, especially if it's something being ordered only PRN as needed, well, what situation warrants you giving that drug PRN? And the other thing to really highlight is that nurses really are the last line of defense. You are the patient's num number one advocate because Something could have been ordered incorrectly by the provider, whether that be a physician, a PA, or nurse practitioner. Then it goes to pharmacy. They don't catch an error. And now the drug is in your hands before it goes into the patient. So this is what I really would also tell graduate nurses is that do question any order that you feel there is an error because you're the last line of defense. And it could have been ordered wrong and then dispensed wrong. So nurses definitely play a role in preventing med errors because they catch them. Absolutely. And I think, I know I've been told in my job, don't be afraid to speak up, call pharmacy and clarify, make sure, question the order, talk to the provider before you give it to, before you administer it to the patient, if you have any question in your mind, because that's, your license is on the line too. You're constantly thinking, about your license as, as a working nurse, you know, you put on, um, you put in that time, you, you know, to study and pass those courses and now you yeah. have this license. So it really is not only, it's obviously to protect the patient, right? That's, that's always our yes. priority, but it's always to protect yourself. Yes. It's both. And also just a side note, you're going to have patients and patients, families who are going to question every single medicine that you're giving. They're going to ask you, well, why are, why are you having that? What's this? It doesn't look like the one that I take at home. And so if you can explain the patho of a drug to a patient in a way that they understand it, you're going to be leaps and bounds ahead and it's only going to help you. So all of these courses that you're taking in nursing school, it's to eventually be put into practice so that you can apply it and talk to patients and educate them. Agreed. Because we're we're educators. Nurses are educators to our patients, and we want to empower them and make sure they know what they're taking. So how are they going to know if we don't know the ins and outs? And especially, as you mentioned, drugs can be administered for a bunch of different reasons. You know, it could be a seizure medication in one instance and a nerve pain 
uh, medication in another. So why are you giving it? Right. Yeah. Or used for bipolar disorder or a lot of your seizure drugs, which we covered today, actually, um, they can be used for bipolar disorder or, as you said, neuropathy. So understand right. indications because these have multiple indications. Right. I fully agree. If you would just have one one piece of advice, one takeaway to nursing students in general to be successful in nursing school, if they could walk away from this episode knowing one thing to be successful, what do you think that would be? Be confident. Be confident. I think that oftentimes students lose their confidence, especially if they don't do as well or perform as well on an exam as they expected. Yeah. Um, don't let your confidence go down. And then I would really highlight that, you know this, you do, it's back there somewhere. Yes. So when you're going through these questions, before you even look at the choices, think about what you know about that topic, what you learned, because it is, it is there. You just have to take a second and think about it. And don't second guess yourself. Right. That's a big thing I'll tell you that I do see a lot of students uh, struggle with is We'll do an exam and then we'll review it the following week. And then the students can see what they got incorrect, right? Right. And a lot of the times I'll have students come up in, at the end and say, I picked the right choice, but then I second guessed myself and I changed it because mm, your gut didn't is, listen to me. <laughs> your gut is right. Yeah. Your gut instinct is usually right. Unless you're a hundred percent sure to change your answer. Don't change it. I agree. That's that's a really, really good advice to be confident because you've put in all the time to study and just trust yourself. Give yourself more credit. Yes. Than you are. Uh, yes. You know, confidence 100%. plays a big role in performing well. And what would you say to somebody who failed their first exam? They think they studied really hard. They thought they knew it and they just didn't they didn't get the minimum passing grade. What would you say to somebody like that who's feeling down and out? Well, first, I would ask the student, how much time did you put into studying? Right. Because we can all say that we studied. And when it comes to nursing school, I think that students need to realize it's not that you have, can prepare for an exam three days before. It requires time. And not to be discouraged if on that first exam you don't do well, especially for first semester students because you're learning what works for you. And for the first exam, the method that you chose might not have worked out. And that's okay, because there's plenty of opportunity for the rest of the semester to find another method that works for you. And then I would also uh, give the piece of advice that group study is really helpful. Yes, you're going to study on your own. But if you have a support system, because a lot of students have this notion that all right, I'm in competition with everybody. Right. You're not in competition with anybody. You're in competition with yourself. Absolutely, yeah. If anything, you're there to help your fellow cohort. And getting into a study group really helps identify the learning gaps because something that you may have picked up, I didn't pick up, and vice versa. And when you start to have a discussion about the medications and why they're being used and the path of the disease process, when you start to verbalize it and almost, you know, teach it to somebody else, it really starts to stick. Yes, but choose wisely. Don't choose a group that's going to distract you or don't choose a group where people will come 
unprepared and you're spending time playing catch up, everybody should come knowing the material and there to help each other. So it, it, it is good with the right combination of people and with the right intent. Agreed. I personally did not benefit from studying in a group, but I can absolutely see the benefit. And it, it just goes to show too that everybody's different and mm -hmm. you have to choose what's right for you. What may work for one person may not work for another. And I think when somebody fails an exam too, there's such a, there's a level of shame and embarrassment that comes along with it and they just want to ignore it. I think my biggest advice when somebody fails, and I did a whole episode on this, is to face it and own it and say, yep, I, I failed. And now what do I do? As you've said in your podcast, because I've listened to a few of them, um, you know, give yourself 15 minutes to be upset about it. Yeah. But fact is, you're going to be going to the next module. Yeah, you got to move on. You're going to try to review what, what you were deficient in. Don't perseverate on it. Don't no. there and let it bring your confidence down because again, I think confidence is the, is the biggest thing as far as performing well, because if you believe in yourself, you're going to do well eventually, mm. right? Oh yeah. It's a hundred percent mindset. You know that. You know that, that I think that's that downtime down and then let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to move on because there are more exams to do well and it's a learning lesson. Yeah. And, you know, eventually this will start to click. It will come together. As we said earlier, it's scaffolds because everything you learn in pathoform is the foundation for med surge, for maternal, for psych. Because when you arrive to those courses, they're not going to go over the patho and the disease processes. Or they're the going to assume that you know it. They're going to assume that you know it, right? Yeah. So do your best in getting that down pat first when you're in patho form before you move forward because it will start to connect and don't get discouraged i You'll agree a connection when you're especially when you're in the clinical setting yeah take that time in clinical whenever you see a drug write it down and make sure you can teach it back to your clinical instructor especially if there's downtime i think there's a lot of sitting around sometimes at clinical and it could be spent looking at meds because that's the time that you actually see them. Use every opportunity you can for, as a learning experience. So mm -hmm. if you're on clinical and you're looking at the med list and there's one drug that you don't even know what this is used for, but you learned it in Pathopharm, go and look it up. Yeah. And when you look something up, that's active learning. It's going to stick the next time around. Yeah, you're going to, yeah, it's going to stick, especially if you see a nurse administer that medication and you look at that patient's chart and see, oh, okay, they had a stroke. That's why they're getting this. It makes sense. Like, that's why they're getting this anticoagulant and this antiplatelet. Okay. And you put it all together. It, it makes more sense. Well, Dr. Hanley, thank you so much for joining us. This was so helpful. And for all of you future nurses out there, Go to farmsimple.com and join our mailing list because coming soon, Dr. Hanley and Nurse Lauren will be teaming up to give you some fun pharmacology lessons. And we hope to see you all there. Sounds great. Thank so, you for having me, Lauren. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Well, that will do it for today. Dr. Hanley, thanks again for joining us. That was fantastic. And remember to go to farmsimple.com to join our mailing list for updates on when those supplemental study tools for pharmacology to make it fun 
will be coming your way in the coming months. You can also go to nursingstudentcoach.com to join my mailing list for a weekly blast of updates, study tips, things like that. And it is my personal mission to help put more great nurses into the world. So thank you so much for listening to the show and for liking it, sharing it, rating it, reviewing it, all of those things that help put the show in front of listeners who may not have found us otherwise. Until next time, I am Nurse Lauren, and we will see you very soon. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Nursing Student Coach Pod.